0: what is up everybody welcome to the show i see things a little differently good to be back here on a monday we're gonna talk about some action figures we're gonna talk about aew revolution and this show may be a little late usually i have it scheduled to come out at 4 a.m like mountain time so it's like 6 a.m eastern time but I, I'm, as, I'm rec- as I'm recording this, it's 5 a.m. Monday morning. So it's still going to be out on time Monday. It's just been a crazy month. And just whatever. So anyways, let's get into what today's show is about. As I said last week, the programming notes. This is going to be all about AEW Revolution. And actually, Series 6 of AEW Unrivaled was just announced. So we're going to talk about those two things next week once again, the programming note, because I'm glad some of you guys getting the feedback from you guys as far as the uh, match of the month yesterday. Uh, it was... I thought hard, long and hard about um, what I wanted the match to be that I chose. And I wanted it to be something different, and I just don't think that gets enough love. Uh, the, the, the trilogy between CM Punk and Samoa Joe. But... Um, I just want to give a programming note that next week, first of all, Wednesday, is the review of the WandaVision series. I did watch it. I actually binged it Thursday night going into Friday. So I literally watched everything nonstop. So that way, once, as soon as I think WandaVision dropped, like at 2 a.m. out here, once WandaVision dropped, I literally had just finished uh, episode 8. So I went right into the series finale. Um,. But next week is Snyder Universe week. There will be no wrestling talk. We will talk about Justice League. My final thoughts on the Whedon version of that. And B- Batman v. Superman. The Whedon. Uh, the, uh, obviously, the, the, the real Snyderverse part of it. and That leads into next Thursday. The Snyder Cut is finally released. Then the very next day... Falcon and Winter Soldier begins, but the following Wednesday show will be all about the Snyder Cut. We will dig, dig deep into it. We'll talk about, but we'll also go back to regular sp- programs as, as far as, like, hey, let's talk about Raw. Let's so talk about SmackDown. For those of you who missed it, and if you missed it, you should be subscribed. You should follow. You should do all that good stuff. I did talk about Bobby Lashley's big one. It was a special episode. Uh, it goes about 17, 18 minutes about his history and about how important... This 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 was for Vince to pull the trigger on it. So we do, I do talk about it. Um, like I said, if you did not know that, then um, probably cause you're not subscribed. So subscribe to any uh podcasting platform that you are on, and it will be all right. So anyways, let's get into it. Let's hit AEW Unrivaled. So they did like some videos promoting who's on series six. One, I am not impressed with series six. I am actually more annoyed with Series 6 than anything. Um, it's just a bunch of rehashes, except for two characters. Um, so, but supposedly, this wave is supposed to be about championships. So, I'm interested to see what that means, because after Wave 5, actually, matter of fact, as I talk, yesterday I just pre-ordered my Jungle Boy and my Luchasaurus. I'm actually going to pre-order uh, Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian I don't necessarily want a Frankie Kazarian, but if I'm not mistaken, because they're the first AEW Tag Team Champions, I'm just assuming, just me, assuming that they're going to come with those AEW Tag Team Championships, so that's why I'm going to get them. I, I'm interested in Scorpion Sky, just because like I think they're going to do something with him. I, I could see him being a future, I don't think he's being Darby Allin for that TNT Championship, we'll get into that in a second, but I could see him being a future TNT Champion, um, he's already a former AEW tag team champion. So let's see. Let's get into it. So number one, we're getting a, another Chris Jericho. This will be Jericho's third figure in the line, as he has a ringside exclusive figure, which is not really like AEW's fault, but he had a little bit of the bubbly action figure uh, that came in, that came with like a little bit of the bubbly, the champagne bottle, the AEW championship around his waist. Um, I always thought about like I've always been like on the edge of getting that figure, it's only like 34 bucks or whatever, but I just never pulled the trigger mainly because, uh, other figures came out that I wanted. So I was kind of like, yeah, you know, uh," I've always pushed it around. I'm thinking about, honestly, I'm thinking like to just like spend a couple hundred bucks as far as just like, but but his thing also, I'm, I'm not one of those collectors. I think I said this before, I'm truly not one of those collectors that likes to have doubles of every figure or triples. Like, unless it has to be a cool figure for me to want it, like, a double of it. And so, it's like, that's why I've been on the fence about it. And plus, with these figures, you can't return them. So, it's like, you, then you start selling them and you get, like, half of what you paid for it and... It's just not worth it. So anyways, we'll see. I don't know. But Jericho will get his third figure in the AEW line. Jake Hager will get his first AEW action figure. So for those of you who want to complete your original inner circle, MJF will then get his third figure in the line. And if you may say, what do you mean third figure? Uh, technically, he has three because he had a variant in a wave two. Uh, so he had the regular figure, the way uh, the, the 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 variant figure, and now he has this figure, and I wonder what this one's gonna look like. Um, four. This is the one and the only one I'm gonna uh order for when it goes on sale. It is Sheeta, the longest reigning champion in any division in AEW history. We'll get her first figure, and I'm assuming she's coming with a women's championship as well. Even though Rio came with the AEW women's title, but she's the longest reigning champ. In any division, so I'm assuming they're gonna want that belt to go with her. Five and six are Penta L Zero and Ray Phoenix. I don't know why they're rehashing them. I'm so curious as to why. You know, it's just super freaking confusing. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it, I don't know, but I'm not impressed by this wave whatsoever. when you hear my keys going. Um, but yeah, Sheeta will be the only one I pre-ordered from this set. I'm I am i I don't care enough about Jake Hager. Um I'm happy he's doing really well in AEW. Um But he did well in WWE too. I mean he's a former world champion, former money in the bank winner. So whatever. Um But yeah, that's unrivaled Wave Six. I'm not impressed. And I'm still not impressed because why in the blue hell don't we have a Britt Baker? Why in the blue hell don't we have a Nyla Rose? Why don't we have. This is, this is, there's just so many things going Now, obviously, I know some people are asking me after my AEW and rival show that I did. That, hey, you said you weren't looking forward to Brody Lee. It means you aren't getting it. Look okay, here, if I can get a Brody Lee figure, it's clearly going to be a ringside exclusive. It's clearly going to be something that's going to sell out. I would get one. You know, I'm just saying how I wouldn't hold my breath because once it goes on sale for pre-order, dude, they're gonna go like hotcakes. And that is a old term, but I will use it here. Um, I just don't think it's gonna stay around for too long, and I'm not also gonna fight for it either. You know, like if it happens, it happens. Um, they still need to do, do instead of doing a rehash of freaking Pintor Phoenix, do a rehash of Brandy. Brandy never went out to everybody. So now that just that brandy is just that is gonna be, I have a feeling that wave one brandy it will be, the Kamala of 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 the more modern area era excuse me, um for those you don't know Kamala had this one figure, I can't I can't remember the toy line it came from, but he had like the moon on his belly, but it wasn't actually like the moon it was it was something else. Well anyways it became pretty much a mythical figure to where. It's like, cause because it was like a manufacturing era. Instead of a moon, it was, a, it was like a circle or something or a smile. Or it was something. Look it up, and it's become like this mythical figure, because like it's 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 it only is out like so many and it's like it goes for like thousands of dollars in the open market. It's ridiculous how much it goes for. And also, there's a bunch of like ripoffs of it, so you have to be careful. I don't know how you authenticate it because it's so rare, but people just take the risk on it. But anyways, I think that brain is going to be that modern version of it. Anyways, enough toy talk. Let's get to business. AEW revolution happened last night. The first Sunday pay-per-view, I think only because of the all-star game, but even though the all-star game was still Sunday night, so I don't actually know why it got bumped to Sunday. Um, I don't know. That was confusing me when they said it got bumped because of the All-Star game. And AEW didn't say this. Meltzer said this. And and uh, Wade Keller said this. Um, so just to clear that up. But I'm wondering why. Because they still went right opposite of the All-Star game. But, I mean, here's the thing. Let's be honest, dude. If you're a wrestling fan, you're going to watch it. You're not going to watch the All-Star game. The All-Star game with no fans is not an All-Star game. There's a reason why there was no Pro Bowl. because Whatever. Even though the All-Star game is way more prominent. But you get my point. Anyways, let's get right to it. Um, I'm, I was going to go in order of the matches, but I'm just going to go in order of what I want to talk about. The Casino Battle Royal, the Death Triangle win. They will get an AEW Tag Team Championship match. I am looking forward to that because you have Phoenix and uh, it's not Ray Phoenix and uh, Penta L-Zero as a tag team. It's Pac and Ray Phoenix. I'm looking so forward to seeing them face the winners of the Tag Team Championship match, which was the Young Bucks defeating the Inner Circle. Um, both good matches, both kind of what I expected. The thing that's interesting out of this whole thing is I don't know where this Inner Circle thing is going. Like, I I have my thoughts. I think I said them already. Like, somehow, for, but to me, it doesn't make sense to kick Jericho out of Inner Circle because it feels like... Um, how many people would stick around? Do you, you get? What I'm saying? I get that they want to make MJF like, like kind of like the ultimate opportunist gimmick, as far as just like just seeing opportunity and taking advantage of it. But I just don't think the Inner Circle works as M- with MJF as the lead. He's too slimy and too swirly. I, unless Jericho's going out for an extended period of time, like he did for Fozzie stuff. I don't know where it's going. Maybe he's just in there to just disband him, but. Let's just say my original theory was right and he's in there just to kick Jericho out. Then Jericho and, and Sammy, I'm assuming, will then be reluctant partners to go against the inner circle. Um, but either way, this is... It's, it's a slow burn. It's a slow burn, but it's a way to keep, obviously, all of them on TV. Because uh, Santana and Ortiz deserve to be on TV a lot more. And so does Warlow and MJF, so... Um, Sheeta, She defeats... Rio or Ryo, and retains her AEW Women's Championship. Nala Rose attacks her after, and so does Britt Baker. Until Thunder Rosa comes out, Thunder Rosa's been getting screwed over from Rebel and uh, Britt Baker, like, every time they get a chance. I'm assuming there's gonna be one more match between the two, even though it was just announced that NWA Power's coming back. So I'm curious as to see how they're going to either write her off of television to put her back on YouTube or if she's going to still be able to work it. Because if I'm not mistaken, she's still in a contract with NWA and they're not going to let her go now um, like did so many other people until the rest of the year. So I don't... No disrespect to NWA. I, I, I enjoyed what they did or doing. But to take her off television... I don't think that that's, that's the plan, by the way. But to take her off of television just to put her on YouTube is not the move, obviously, but I don't know what you do with, I don't, I don't know how they're going to handle that, that's going to be very interesting, um, and also to see if they actually have talent that comes over, um, but this, this feels like here, Sheeta is, uh, going to have to defend her title in, like, a multi-woman match or something like that, it just feels like all the bad guys are coming out after her, and even Thunder Rosa, even though she came out to defend her, she still wants that women's championship as well, so that's gonna be a curious case to see. Um, Miro and Kip Sabian they have defeated Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy in the tag team title, tag team match. Excuse me. Um, Double or Nothing will happen on May thirtieth. So, uh, I, I, someone asked me, "Hey, are you gonna go to your, this year to your first AEW AEW pay per view?" And I was like, "You know what? I don't know." That's a great question. I would have to see how what's going on at that time because things have picked up for me in the last month. and It's been freaking crazy, so I don't know. But we'll we'll see. If it, if I do, it would probably be all out. But we'll see. Um, Kenny Omega wins the match. The the Barb Wire. Those two are crazy. The match was crazy. The end, I got exactly what they were trying to do. Unfortunately, the end didn't stick it as well as they would. It was it came off as, I think, the one thing I keep seeing is Gilbert Sparks. But I got it. Like, they knocked um, Moxley out, and he's just supposed to have everything explode on him. And then Eddie Kingston was to make the save. The most random thing, but you know what? I, I guess it's not random, excuse me. The most uh, interesting situation... Because that's a face move. And, like, once again, we already documented the history very well, these two last year, before their big main event match. Um, but for Eddie Kingston to come out to try to save him and put himself at risk was, I, I get it, the ending, they, that's, that's what people are going to make fun of. But I like the ending because it just advances a, a different story and shows that Moxley has al- has an ally, um, I don't think, he's not getting another championship match. But, um, you can put him against the Good Brothers, essentially, and have him and A Kingston versus the Good Brothers, maybe even them win the Impact World Tag Team Championships. Uh, as Moxley is, we have not talked about this on the show, because it's been so crazy. Moxley actually retained that United States Championship, which I was stunned at. But you know what? Everything I read, it feels like, the only reason that match happened on US soil is because Moxley said, this needs to happen. This is right for business. And but and, and and it seems like the only reason it happened is because Moxley pushed forward. So um I can't be mad at that whatsoever. Um Ethan Page makes his debut in the ladder match to determine a winner to get a TNT championship match. Ethan Page is all elite. He would not be the only surprise of the night. By the way, Scorpio Sky, speaking of him, he won that match, which was a big one for him. I would say the biggest win of his career, solo-wise. Um, uh, he, he's going to get uh, – that's going to be a fun match, him and him versus Darby Allen. Unfortunately, Scorpio Sky is a face, and I just don't see – well, even though he did some hellish things here, talking trash to Cody, I don't see him winning that TNT championship from Darby Allen. But I wouldn't be opposed to it, because Darby, because ha- Darby is finally his feud feels like it's gonna be over now. If that cinematic masterpiece that him Sting, uh, Ricky Starks, and Brian Cage put on, um, it feels like that's the end of that chapter. They they ended that, you know. However, um, I just don't see him winning that that championship. Not, I think it's too soon for Darby to lose it, in my opinion. Um, but we'll see. Um, Hangman Adam Page defeats Money Matt to win his uh, his first quarter earnings. I am super, I thought for sure this was going to be a Dark Order heel turn and Matt Hardy was going to be revealed as it, but I'm so glad it's not. And the, at the end of it, you see Dark Order all hugging out with Adam Page and drink cold beers. The Dark Order obviously is going to go back to more of a comedian. It's not going to be as dark in my opinion, but it looks like Hangman Adam Page is probably going to be the leader of that so that's exciting to see um and last but not least the thing that happened the most it was speculation all weekend long the big hall of fame worthy air quotes you can't see me doing air quotes debut was one of my favorites of all time i definitely agree with booker t when he said that he is the most underrated wrestler in his History, I agree with that. Christian Cage is all fucking elite, and I can't be happier. Like, here's my thing: he got cleared to to go to AEW. Here's my thing: this is important in my opinion to talk about because it's clear when he was under contract, he was not under contract with WWE. You have to believe he had a Fox contract for that backstage show. But here's the thing. They clearly had no plans for him. If you re- if you look, if you look at everything that people want him to do, or, or or the only ideas people had, it wasn't for a singles run. It was for a quick Edge and Christian reunion, and that was it. Christian did not get a chance to go on his own. He went out with no fanfare. He I remember he caught a concussion. He was supposed to get an air Intercontinental Championship match against Biggie. It never happened that was it all of a sudden you see christian just in a whatever role they have him doing and they didn't have plans for him and you know what good for him he he went got cleared and said you know what i want in my career on my terms the same way edge is i can definitely see him winning a tnt championship i can definitely see him winning AEW World Championship as a transitional champion to get to the next person. I can see all that. He has a lot more in the tank, I believe. Obviously, I'm a big Christian mark. But at the end of the day, this is a good signing because they have a great wrestler. And I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do and how he wants to end his career on his terms. Boy, oh boy, this is going to be fun. Um, that is your AEW Revolution kind of review. Just give my kind of thoughts on it. Um but to me, a lot happened last night. A lot of storylines were furthered. I'm looking forward to Wednesday. Uh, so I'm looking forward just to the next couple weeks, next couple months. Um, so with that being said, like, follow, subscribe. That way you'll know when all these episodes drop, not just a Monday and Wednesday show. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys on Wednesday when we talk about the Vision series. We're out.